Welcome to another episode of Vegan Bites with Nikki, the podcast. On this episode, I have with me Syra Garib. She is the owner of Pure Vegan Cakes in West Palm Beach, Florida. She is bringing all the delicious cakes that you love and crave. Just it's veganized, fully vegan. So I'm going to introduce Sarah to you to share her vegan story. And one of the reasons why I'm absolutely excited to uh, interview her is because, you know, she has Trini Roots too. Mm-hmm. So to hear a fellow person with Trini Roots, um, you know, doing vegan stuff and bringing veganism to the world is absolutely amazing. That shows that our Caribbean people can can definitely remove meat and all of those bad stuff from our diets and still enjoy delicious food and desserts all right so hi sira good day welcome to the podcast hello nikisha and thank you so much for the opportunity to be on your podcast i am very excited and i'm gonna try to contain my excitement um but i am just super excited also uh just for what you're doing and how you are reaching out to uh vegan um businesses and even more the fact that you're a Trinidadian I have to agree that I think uh you're the second person that I know who's vegan other than me (laughs) not from (laughs) Trinidad so I'm super excited and I just commend you for for being on this path that you're on so so thanks for having me of course and thanks for coming on okay so tell us a bit about yourself tell us who you are and what inspired you, who or what inspired you to become a vegan and how it has impacted your life as well. Okay, so basically I started as a vegetarian, living a vegetarian life and I'm going to go, not that I'm that old, but way back when in high school, um, honestly, I dissected a pig and I came home and I said, forget it, mom, I am never eating meat again. (laughs) So... (laughs) So it started in high school, really, when I made a switch. Um, I was the only one in my entire household at that time who uh, went to be vegetarian. And um, that's about, as I said, about 21 years um, being vegetarian. Uh, fast forward, I met my my husband now. Um, when we met, he was also vegetarian. So it worked out really well. Um, at that time, we did not cut out um, milk from my diet. So, but we did cut out eggs and uh, seafood and meat. Um, the milk was the only type of exception and cheese. Um, but the cheese, we did rennet free uh, processed cheese. And for the milk, it was mainly in our coffee because I, I'm so particular about my coffee having a creamy cup of coffee. <laughs> so, you know, even if I would try like the soy milk, it had like an aftertaste. So I would say we were real like borderline vegans for a while, for a while, for for 21 years um, before making the switch to being vegan. Um, So that's kind of how our story starts. Um, Now I have a two and a half year old um, and we made that full transition to be vegan. I want to say... We might be going on a year, I want to say, that we actually fully transitioned to being vegan. And my toddler is vegan as well. We even transitioned her milk. Um, so 
the creamer I found, which was <laughs> what made me twist. I was just gonna ask you, did you get something to some yes. that milk? <laughs> I finally found this creamer. Um, I use uh the silk brand, but they make one called Sweet and Creamy. It's like a purple uh cap kind of. It says sweet and creamy, and really and truly it is sweet and creamy. Um, and it's no type of aftertaste, like my coffee's so delicious. So that was what <laughs> helped this transition. Um, and and again, you know, as I say, we our consumption really wasn't like, oh, we were consuming gallons of milks or or anything. But but I understand, you know, we're still, you know, like contributing to what we shouldn't be contributing to. So I, I felt like it was the next step for us to take. And um, even being opening the business, the cake business. Um, our cakes was vegan and I decided to to make it vegan so that I can cater for a lot of different allergies. But our right. our name started off being pure vegetarian and vegan cakes. And I left the vegetarian in our name at that time because whether you search by vegetarian, I wanted you to be able to find us or you search because you were looking for a vegan cake. I wanted you to be able to find us. And that was the main reason we started with with the name we had. But when we would do a lot of events outside, we would get asked, oh, is your stuff vegan or, you know, does it still have milk? You know, things like that. And I finally decided Mm -hmm. it was time for us to just rebrand because we would always get the question um, about is it vegan or not vegan? And um, so we finally made that switch and changed our name as well to Pure Vegan Cakes. (laughs) So, so. Um, and it's been just great because everybody, you know, never has to question anything now. Um, yeah, especially since, uh, you know, when people are vegan, us vegans are very, very particular. Mm-hmm. So I know if it is you are saying something is vegetarian, you kind of watch like, uh, because you want to make sure that it is, you know, not getting contaminated or anything. But as you say, this was always your basis. It, it was always vegan, just the name more for search purposes. Cool. Um, and for people who you may have known within your Trinidad and Tobago culture, who may have supported you, but of course, veganism and Caribbean is not necessarily hand in hand. <laughs> so you would get those people from that era under the end. That is correct. That's correct. And a, and a big part of of that name started because of um my West Indian roots um with with the islanders you know Trinidadian um Guyanese um even a lot of my East Indian friends so from India you they would always say they need a vegetarian cake using the term vegan is not common um as it is now you know getting that way it's always hi I need a vegetarian cake do you do vegetarian cakes so <laughs> So, right. you know, it's that was really the sole purpose, as you said, was was just because of having that ability that if somebody was to search, they were going to find us. But all our things were always vegan. OK, perfect. All right. Um, You did mention that you have a toddler. How has it been um for her? Because I myself have a four year old boy. Mm-hmm. He is strictly vegan, probably more vegan than mm-hmm. me, because if you only sense something, have some kind of dairy or milk or something he shuns himself away Mm -hmm. but how is it for her being a toddler um like does she is it that she just doesn't know any different or is it that you have explained that to her and she knows all right I don't eat meat if I go to a family member and they offer me this I say no 
Like, how has that been from a mother perspective? For you? you know, that's actually a very difficult question because she does not understand um, the, the difference, really. Um, you know, like she sees pizza and she loves pizza, you know, so uh-huh. she wants the pizza. If we, if so, if we go outside to socialize, I have to constantly watch her, especially around food. Um, and that is challenging. But I think she's too young to yeah. really understand um, but we we try to tell her, we try to tell her, no, we do not eat meat. You know, we only eat veggies. Um, the other day she saw, and, and then when she sees things on TV, that makes it even worse, you know? So, mm, yes, yeah, so <laughs> I, I did some, um, some buffalo style cauliflower and I guess it looked like chicken for her that she's seen on TV. So she tried chicken. I was like, oh no, no, my love, we do not eat chicken <laughs> not at all but she's just so young and so small um now whatever you yeah. see on tv it's kind of like she'll repeat it or even with her nursery rhymes and the songs that they sing I realize you know you'll hear them sing about ham mm. and chicken or or sandwiches or the kids talking you know in their in her shows and I realize wow well you know it's, yeah it's so hard it's like putting into your brain at from a very young age you have to really micromanage especially before the children fully understand what is the situation Mm -hmm. yeah definitely definitely but I mean that's good that you are still making that very conscious effort because you as the parent knows best so you know of course that the vegan lifestyle is the better situation because that's what you that's how you live as a family Um, right um I think what also helps with that is if you are a lot of um, if you are around a lot of friends and family as well, once the adult knows and the adults around respect mm-hmm. your mm-hmm. decision, that helps because then you know that if you go to say a family function and someone sees her picking up something that they know you are right. not allowing her to eat, they That's can help. Right. You know. Right. So yeah, that that getting the whole mm-hmm. family on board, especially when you have babies, that that's yeah. the ideal. Everybody knows. Nope, when she's here. That's yeah. Happening. Yes, and I'm very. Um, <laughs> I could say for sure that you know we have the family support with that. They know, and you know, if we go anywhere um, other than that to friends' homes who may not have a vegan or vegetarian lifestyle, or it's a birthday party for kids, because that's something else. Well, for sure, we take mm. our own cakes. <laughs> so we take our own cupcakes so that she's not deprived of it uh, you know if they're cutting cake and right. things she can't have it so I think ongoing even as she goes into school and stuff like that, I'm sure that's going to be the same thing that we do oh, yeah definitely. and I always pack extra yeah. stuff you know uh there's always there's like a snack bag for for my husband and me and there's like a snack bag for her <laughs> you know there's we always have some something on hand to eat um and then wherever we go we always make sure that you know most people will cater something for us being um vegan yeah. yes well, that's good to know and of course they know you're coming along yeah. with the dessert so <laughs> yeah <laughs> lovely so tell me in a nutshell like um, you know, on a typical day, being a vegan, what do you eat? Because I know, as I said, you know, the podcast is geared a lot towards mm-hmm. new vegans and people who are considering a vegan lifestyle. 
So I always ask my guests, you know, like, what do you eat on a typical day? So that maybe, you know, other persons listening could get an idea as to what do vegans eat? What do you people yeah, right? eat? <laughs> well, when having my mom around, um, she actually tends to cook a lot more of the West Indian style of food, which I typically don't always cook that way. Um, I always like the healthy foods so different types of salads I'm I've been known for my types of salads because it's never just cucumber and carrots and you're you're selected I mean I put a ton of stuff I put like three different beans you know I started right now um, making like a beets and fig kind of mixture so you could put that on top so you have that um and I throw every and anything into my salad from flax seeds to different types of nuts. Different, And I'm sure you've heard this before from vegans, you know, or the salad is never boring. You can eat that yep. and you make yep. a salad a full <laughs> meal. Um, so what, what, what do we eat? What starting with breakfast, I'm not too much of a breakfast person. So I actually have a super greens that I drink and I put that into my coffee and that has you know, a lot of B vitamins, and it has um, all the nutrition I would need. And I really swear by these super greens that I put in my coffee, um, because I'm much more alert and um, awake once I drink it. Um, so and then I also feel like it, I do a little bit of the intermediate fasting, which I think is important, giving your body that time to just um, kind of like detox itself in a way before you start it, it's a nice period to, to, to just go without eating uh, like a solid, putting a first solid in your mouth. So I don't, I don't tend to eat very early in the morning. Um, so I tend to drink my breakfast is what I say. <laughs> but, but for <laughs> right. even my, my husband and what, and he tends to eat um, peanut butter for breakfast. Um, we do, he loves, there's a, a type of sausage that I buy a vegan so I think it's roast or field roast I think is a name it's really delicious yeah so mm-hmm. he will cut that yeah. up and do like a peanut butter sandwich on the side and that is very that's high protein um that field roast mm-hmm. sausage I think has I want to say close to about 16 grams in one so it is right. very filling um so that for instance is a breakfast idea we can we do waffles with um the vegan sausage so that's another breakfast um, item that's always in the house. Um, mm-hmm. I would say that's kind of our, our go-to. And sometimes we do vegan pancakes. And my husband, I, th- I think I might, uh, we're looking at maybe branding that and selling it because he has really nailed down a vegan pancake recipe. That's really good. Oh. So he's, it that's is, it is like, it's really <laughs> addictive. Um, so yeah he is really my husband is really the breakfast one so those are some of the things we have in the house for breakfast um lunch we typically do um it's I want to say more so the heavier meal dinner is our lighter meal so for instance you may know you're very familiar with stewed red beans you know (laughs) like stewed Uh red beans with some rice um we do love like gardein brand products And um, sometimes, you know, you kind of want to do a little barbecue style of your garden chicken with your rice and your beans. That's a meal for us. 
with maybe a small salad. So that's like a heavy meal for lunch. Um, one of our traditional West Indian dishes, which you you know of, is something called pilau, <laughs> which is like American. Which is like a, I want to say maybe American version of jambalaya. Right? Yes. It's, yeah, it's so this like is kind of, guys, this is kind of like a jambalaya that's cooked with coconut milk, which is delicious. Um, so we uh-huh. tend to do, that's like a with rice and beans and a lot of fresh seasoning and it's marinated and boiled really with the coconut milk and it's so delicious. Um, mm-hmm. I know, no, right? Me, <laughs> I'm trying to think. <laughs> I sound like a commercial, you know? <laughs> so, Brings back so many memories. And the fresh seasoning. And luckily, we have like a little garden in the back that we can pick our fresh seasoning. Um, So, (laughs) it's a little garden, (laughs) but look, we got our fresh herbs, so we're good. Um, So, that would be a lunch, that with some salad. So, those are some lunch ideas. Breakfast, dinner typically is when we look at salad, um, wraps. So I feel like I'm more of the dinner person because I'll do light things. We do tacos. Mm-hmm. Um, just last week, we tried um, barbecue jackfruit. And we did barbecue jackfruit oh, okay. and we did it in a taco style. So I bought the the taco shells or like the Taco Bell taco kit. You, that's fine because it comes with a mm-hmm. sauce and it comes with hard shell and soft shell. So everybody has an option. Um, and it, again, right. there's nothing in there that has, there's no meat, there's no cheese or anything in there. So, um, we did that. Um, we do pizza. So sometimes I buy the day of pizza and this is fun for kids because you can just cut up your toppings. I know it's frozen pizza, but sometimes it's the easiest. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then you just cut yeah. up your own <laughs> toppings and you put everybody, you know, you make your own pizza, put the toppings, I put fresh seasoning, on top of it and really it ends up tasting like homemade when you put the fresh stuff um if you just take it out the box and kind of put it in the oven I mean it's okay but when you put all your your peppers and I don't know about you but I love pineapple on my pizza I love pineapple love love love. yeah when you do things like that (laughs) and you load up the the pizza with different veggies it's filling um and it's healthier too definitely and I see I think, as you like to say, lunch is typically your yeah. heaviest meal. I think that's a Caribbean thing, too, because we eat lunch as our heaviest meal. I think, like, in America, sometimes, like, the salads are usually lunch, and then the heaviest dinner. meal is dinner, yeah. because that's when everyone would normally sit yeah. and eat. But it's kind of like the other way around. Yeah, we would have a very heavy lunch, and then for dinner is something like most of yeah. the times. So that's definitely good that you have a lot of options I mean as you you were saying those things and you were like get my taste buds <laughs> you know so it's good that you still cook with some of your you know trini roots in there but you obviously have your still Americanized and the main thing is that it's fully mm-hmm. vegan and that's what people mm-hmm. you know really have to get as well that what you eat already can that be is mm-hmm. I think that's the absolutely thing. absolutely and I want to say even with with the West Indian mentality um it could be healthier and it could be vegan um you know mm-hmm. you don't have to fry everything that you see you know luckily now we have mm-hmm. this great invention called air fryer and it's been awesome um but we never yes. would eat we, we have cut out fried food from the, from our diet because you know 
even being vegan doesn't mean you are 100% healthy because you could just eat a whole bunch of carbs. You can eat fried foods. And um, so you still have to find that that balance and, and know, um, you know, what is really healthy and how you should prepare those foods. Yes, I think it's definitely a balance. Yeah. And most of the times when we're transitioning, we most people tend to lean towards the unhealthy yeah. vegan. Um, which I definitely don't bash because that's probably what's me. <laughs> because it's like, okay, oh, you could get this vegan. Oh, you can get, all right, right. take that. But when you look at it, it's really still fried. Yeah. It's really, you know, still. but I still say that if you're transitioning and if it's just a matter of doing those things to get the dairy and the meat and those bad things out of your diet, then, mm -hmm. you know, by all means, in yeah. moderation, transition into, but still do research for the better alternatives, yeah. Yeah. you know? Yes, so, and yeah. one, of, one of the tips I always give as I start talking to, to people, even from being vegetarian, I mean, if you have to go from in, in stages and steps of being vegetarian first before you go vegan, like, I feel... Honestly, I feel like no one should feel that type of pressure that they have to wake up tomorrow morning and go and full out and be vegan. I really feel that the, the key to being successful and staying a, a vegan is to do things in increments and in baby steps. Start switching out one thing at a time from your diet so that this becomes a, a natural lifestyle and not something that is forced upon and you, you, you know, you wake up the next day and you have no idea what you should eat. And you feel like, you uh -huh. know, because there are many vegans who just drastically drop weight because they don't know what to eat. And, um, you know, it may work for some people. Yeah. Cold turkey may work for some people. But I honestly feel no one should feel that kind of pressure and they should try to, um, you know, switch one thing at a time. So it becomes a, a complete lifestyle change and a healthy lifestyle change. That's true. Exactly. Even if it's one meal yes. a day and then you continue going yeah. from there, you would obviously, I think once you start switching mm -hmm. out as well, you would obviously feel the difference yeah. in your body and you would feel that. So that helps to push you further in the direction of being a full vegan. Because when you go from eating the heavy stuff and then you transition even one meal mm -hmm. to a vegan meal, you will feel yeah. the difference. So it that helps yeah. as well. I think that I think the first that. thing I, I realized being vegan, the first thing was just um, your body just feels cleaner. You, 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 mm -hmm. you, you don't have that type of sluggish feeling. Um, so and I, I feel that's one of the biggest thing. And I do hear that from a lot of other vegans mm -hmm. that, you know, they, they feel like they have more energy or they feel a little bit more alert. But I think that's the first thing with me was just in the, the sluggish feeling or the tired feeling has gone away. Um, you know, you just wake up feeling just cleaner. Mm -hmm. That's true. That is very true. So that's good. That's because I was actually going to ask you oh. that question, like, you know, what you would tell other vegans. So that's good that, you know, you covered that there, what you would let them know. And I am more and more I speak to people who are vegans. I love that we all are not in necessarily in the position of pushing people to veganism by saying, hey, go cold yeah. turkey. And we know that it, that the meat is bad and we know that it's animal cruelty. We are all for that. And that's definitely what we as vegans know and understand why we are living the lifestyle that right. we are living. But it doesn't mean that the people who are not vegans, that we have to 
how should I put it? Like push yeah. them so hard that they get more yes. frustrated than actually wanting yes. to do it. You know, mm-hmm. and that's the, that's the thing. That's something that we have to be very very correct because. Of. I I now I I know everybody's passionate about something and there are very very there's a lot of passionate vegans who would just um as you can see in different movements I'm sure you've seen it worldwide mm-hmm. that they would just mm-hmm. um you know storm into restaurants and and you know <laughs> I mean now by all means everybody has their own path I am not I'm just going to give my personal opinion but I don't feel that is a loving way <laughs> to to try mm-hmm. to educate someone about being vegan or switching to vegan. I feel, you know, there's a better way. There's a better approach. Um, now, if you're doing that on a corporate level and, you know, we're doing a, a, a protest, I mean, that that's a whole different thing. But I think just person to person, if you are trying to convince someone, you know, we're, we're now because of these types of things that have been done, I feel like a perception is on vegan if you say vegan, it's like, ooh, I'm going to stay away from you, you know? Um, because <laughs> I feel now we're, we're almost in a way that you end up pushing people away instead of welcoming people and saying, no, it's really easy. Like, I'm not going to, like, I'm not here to force my beliefs on you, you know? Like, I'm not here I'm mm-hmm. not here to convert mm-hmm. you. I'm just <laughs> yes. I think I think yes. we, we have to be careful of, of how we come across to people because, uh, you know, mindful. Uh, of of their feelings yes. too and you don't want to look at them like oh you are so bad you're such a bad person um mm-hmm. but and especially if you yourself was uh, you know um in right. that position at some point in your life like how would you have felt if someone came to you and and harshly yeah. grabbed away everything again i am saying that yes get rid of the meat yeah. yes it is animal cruelty yes your health is is being affected I am definitely seeing all of that, but it's just not what you that do, is but how you do it. Absolutely. Right. Good. So what is your favorite vegan? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard question. <laughs> that's like asking me what's my favorite dessert. <laughs> I can't answer that. Um, <laughs> Oh man, I don't even know. I have so much favorite. I have so much favorite. I have, you know, and being in this uh, vegan lifestyle, I've I've gained so much friends who have vegan businesses and vegan food business. Right. And oh my goodness, I'm so um, I have really good friends that make like some of the best um, Dominican vegan food like they take oyster mushrooms which this one is fried mm. but uh <laughs> they, they, they do all different <laughs> yeah. types of things with the with the type of fried mushrooms their foods really well I've, I've been exposed to puerto rican vegan food um yeah and i'll i will definitely give you a list <laughs> <laughs> Some of my so basically once it's good delicious oh my goodness day. yes yes um <laughs> um there's a vegan there's a place in west palm here dina's she has like really vegan philly cheesesteaks like the best ever um my friends and yeah. bangara vegan they have these puerto rican um as i was referring to them they're uh i think they're called like pinchos and they're barbecued jackfruit 
and it is delicious. I mean, there's so many different Mama Cocinia is a vegan place here near in West Palm. Um, and actually, I'm going to shout them out because they do need support and help to keep them open. So um, she does Dometican yes, yes. vegan food. Everything is vegan food there. And um, I mean, I've just been exposed to some of the best taste in vegan food. And, and um, these guys who... And it's all... Uh, Bangara is in Miami. So, uh, oh, okay, okay. Well, look at that. I've never okay. been to that one. Is it a restaurant or do they? Um, do it's ordered, and I they they used to be, I think, before this shutdown. I want to say in the Coconut Grove Market or Green Market or something like that down there. Yeah, oh, so I'll send you their right. their their info. Right. Um, but and yeah, because of these different um businesses, you know, being exposed to some of these most delicious vegan food is. is I th- I think those are my some of my top favorites I'm giving to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course that's good. I mean, is that good that you you exposed to a lot of different cultures mm. veganized and and I love that because I'm listening to you and I'm yeah. Dominican and Puerto Rican and you know so now you're like hearing all these different culture foods that are normally known Correct. for heavy meat. And but you're vegan. I mean, you're getting the vegan versions of them, and clearly you like them. And I know Ashley's yeah. have good taste. So I'm not even yes, I am very particular <laughs> about taste. I'm very particular about taste as far as, um, I guess, that balance. And now I guess being a baker and paying attention to a lot of these flavors and the balance, I tend to, it's mm-hmm. hard, but I tend to more so criticize everything else that I eat because I'm like, no, too salty. No, too sweet. No, you know, like... Uh, so yes that's good right so all right so I mean I know you touched on your business before um pure Mm -hmm. pure vegan cakes but I want you to really uh you know tell us about your business like what made you start pure vegan cakes I know it was pure vegan and vegetarian Pure mm. vegetarian and vegan cakes before, but it's now pure mm-hmm. vegan cakes altogether. So, what made you decide? Hmm, you know, I want to start doing vegan cupcakes mm-hmm. and, and vegan desserts and vegan cakes because I mean, I see your stuff on social media and they look mm-hmm. so beautiful. I'm just all the way in Miami. I know I tried to get some Christmas blackie from you, <laughs> but that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm all the way in Miami. I haven't tasted your desserts yet, but they look so delicious when it is I see them okay. on social media. Uh, you know, so tell us your story about your business like what's encouraged you and what people can get from you awesome from your and we will correct that this year okay we're gonna make sure that you get your christmas uh fruit cake yes <laughs> and who knows what the rate of this <laughs> lockdown christmas might come a lot sooner <laughs> yeah i think you need i to think so i think so um <laughs> So I think like most um, cake business, I feel like it always starts from you doing a a cake for a kid or, you know, having a kid and deciding, hey, I want to do cakes. Um, So that seems to be a lot of similar stories. But uh, I have always had a passion uh, for cake decorating. It's something I always wanted to learn. I would look at pictures and look at videos and I would tell my hubby, I really want to learn how to decorate cake. Um, cause I enjoyed baking. There was always a cake in the house. Um, normally, um, I enjoyed baking, but decorating, I really wanted to learn how to professionally decorate. Um, so one year 
I want to say, I'm not sure if it's like two, maybe three years ago, um, my wonderful hubby got me basic decorating cake uh, classes. <laughs> so I was so excited. Mm, so nice. it's a local place. And I went and it would teach you just basic, for instance, how to hold a bag, how to fill a bag, super basic stuff. Um, and what after I completed that course, well, then I decided I want to continue going because I loved it. So I did like the first course and the second course um, class to learn to decorate. And then um, shortly after I realized uh, in my area, other than Whole Foods, that was the only place for us to get cakes. There really mm -hmm. is not another local bakery at that time to to get vegetarian cakes. And at that time we were vegetarian, so no eggs. Um so that is what really pushed us to, and I decided, hey, I'm gonna just start from home and do cakes. And I had my uh, my toddler, so I was at home at that time. Sorry, not toddler, my baby. <laughs> now she's a toddler, um, <laughs> and I and I had her in mind. Right. I said, well, where am I gonna get these cool cakes for kids? You know. Mm -hmm. um, so with that being said, that's why pure vegetarian and vegan cakes was opened. Um, and I realized I started getting inquiries from different people and meeting different people who just had all different types of allergies. Um, some of them would be wheat, you know, so they needed gluten free. Some would be um, they're allergic to soy. So they need, you know, you need to bake with coconut milk, for instance, all different types of allergies. And I really that really put me into that the mission um, uh, behind behind what we do now because I really feel for these um, guys out there who have just dietary restrictions who can't find a birthday cake um, for instance birthday mm -hmm. cake I'm going to say because that's one of the I would say the top things that we do is birthday cakes um, and I really feel like that you know everyone's birthday you should I don't care how small it is I don't care if it's one cupcake but you should have something to put a candle on and you should feel special for your birthday <laughs> and you should not be deprived of not being able to find a cake that could accommodate your your needs so that put me into the mission that I'm in and I am out to I accept any challenges um to assure that a person is given a birthday cake and I have worked with some we've been blessed to work with some clients that um, I just did a, a cake for a three-year-old. She's never had a birthday cake. It was one of my close friends that I met. And that was just heartfelt coming from, I, I put everything into my cakes as I decorated, just like it was for my own child. Um, and I started to think, oh my God, what? how would I feel if my kid never had a cake that she could eat? You know, and this three-year-old mm -hmm. for the first time ever had a cake to, to cut for her third birthday. Um, I was blessed to do a cake for a foster mom. She's helped the community in so many different ways with fostering and also other social services she would do. And she was highly allergic. I mean, she was allergic to about 12 different things. It was the most complex cake I have ever done. And she, I mean, she's so highly allergic wow. that she would be in hospitals all the time um, because of how, her, you know, something would trigger her allergies. And um, and I did a cake. I mean, it had to be nut free, soy free, no cross contamination, um, 
I think it had to, uh, no, I think we, I mean, it was just so much. I have to go down the line to find everything that she was allergic to. But <laughs> right. these, this is just a blessing to me because look how she's a blessing to so many other people and never had a cake that you can cut. And these guys, I think she told me she had about four cakes that people bought for her just so they can sing happy birthday and she can cut it, but you're cutting a cake that you can't eat. Right. That's really good. I, yeah. I am hearing that passion in your voice about that. And I love that you are thinking, you yeah. know, the needs of people. That is really, really great. You're actually thinking about the needs of people and the people who mm-hmm. are normally easily mm-hmm. bypassed, you know, where yeah. you have all those allergies or where you are vegan. And these people are normally like, okay, well, okay, right. well you just can't right. eat the cake, you know. Whereas you are now having this solution for them to say, yeah. no, you can have your cake. Yeah. You can enjoy your birthday yeah. cake, not just cut it, but enjoy it, you know. Yeah. And that, that's, that's really so, good to hear. That's good. So where can yeah, people... No, so I just Sorry, wanted to say that even though our cakes are all vegan, um, you know, the underlining cake is always vegan. We do more than just that. And that's kind of why I wanted to make sure that the, the mission gets out that it's it's any, I welcome any challenge, you know, to, to make sure that a person has a cake to celebrate. Um, but yes, all of our products are vegan, 100% vegan. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> That's very good. So you're saying other challenges. So for example, I know like I hear mm-hmm. a lot of people who are gluten-free. I've never been or none of my family members mm-hmm. are, so I can't speak to that. But is that something yeah. that you work with as Absolutely. well? Absolutely. Uh, and we've been told okay. that we have... Um, some of the best gluten-free cakes because that is a very, very tricky um, cake to work with type of cake because of the gluten. Um, Mm -hmm. It tends to be chewy, um, you know, stuff like that. So I found the right balance. And that's another thing I've worked on our recipes to make sure it's really seamless when you eat it. Um, So I've been told I have some of the best gluten-free. Our same customers, I have returning customers that come back. for gluten-free and just our regular cakes um, many of our clients are not vegan who eat our cake because it's just seamless it's Mm. delicious it's not too sweet and you know I strive for that right balance and um, so I'm really happy and I can't wait for you to have our cake (laughs) I know I I sure do Oh my, because that's good. I mean, your cake sounds like if it would be so delicious. And so it's more about having delicious cake that meets your needs mm-hmm. as a vegan or someone with allergies and not quote unquote a healthy yeah. cake, but a delicious yeah. tasted cake, you know? And that, that's, that's good that you do that. Good. So, how can potential customers reach you? Like, if they need sure. to get some so of this delicious. We have a, a few different ways. We're, we're pretty big on social media. So, if they're um, on Instagram or on Facebook, our handle is Pure Vegan Cakes. Um, they can message. We have our website, it's www.purevegancakes.com. And phone number is 561. 561- Five four two three three six seven. That is my cell phone number, and that I, that is what I use for the business. So whenever they call, they are getting me. Whenever they text, they're getting me. Um, 
if they message on um, social media, it's either me and my wonderful husband who has been so supportive. He's he's part of this as well and, and helps a lot. So he also responds on social media and he handles the website as well. And, oh, email address as well. So the email address is sales at purevegancakes.com. So all different ways that you can find us. <laughs> lovely so do you serve specific the west palm beach um community or like how far out how you know how many people would you serve or how many communities do you serve with your Um, cakes currently from i mean i have delivered to orlando florida (laughs) that's That is oh yeah. I have delivered as far as um we we had a wonderful (laughs) customer, a wonderful customer who said, "I'm having my daughter sweet sixteen and I need you." And we went to Orlando, Florida, two you know about two and a half to three hours away to to set up to deliver and set up. Yeah. So and as far (laughs) deep Miami, um we service up to Miami. So it's really any of the cities right now, due to the lockdown, it makes it a little difficult um, to just frequently do, do deliveries. Uh, We're really trying to, to stay protected, stay safe. So we're doing a lot of curbside pickup, but on occasions I will post on social media and try to make um, like one stop and maybe in one city, like in Boca or um, one day delivery in, Fort Lauderdale so we're trying to work that way instead of constantly being in and out we're just trying our best to to stay as safe as possible so right now we're doing a lot of curbside pickups but we would service anywhere from Orlando to Miami (laughs) (laughs) that's very good to know that's good to know so thank you so much Sarah for being on the podcast I mean this was a really nice chat I loved hearing all about your deliciousness. You brought back some really good memories of my Trini food. (laughs) And, you know, it's good. Definitely, y'all follow Sarah and her business, Pure Vegan, Pure Vegan Cakes, anywhere on social media, she said, or on her website, you can get her. And this is another episode of Vegan Bites with Nikki, the podcast. Thank you guys for listening. And don't forget, you can grab your free ebook of my seven days vegan breakfast plan.